And welcome to the Full 90 Extra Time Podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, tear off your shirt, and an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league not funded by foreign royalty, to our knowledge, MLS. MLS. <laughs> Different pod. To steal somebody else's bit. Do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show, definitely five stars, but primarily... Tell us your favorite ever Sounders FC player from Amadou Sanyang to DeAndre Yedlin. <laughs> okay, you added, just please, no Marco Papa. I liked Marco Papa, but fine. Sure, I liked Marco Papa too, but you gotta you gotta not like somebody, right? Uh, you know, this week we heard from on iTunes, uh, thanks to B Flapjacks for the review, <laughs> uh, who says these guys bring a good conversation, a wonderful sense of humor, and a good perspective. Only five stars, though. They would have had six if the hot garbage bot didn't go missing from one episode. Hot garbage. <laughs> well, B Flapjacks, your review was very nice as well, but you didn't tell us who your favorite pl- player is, which is like the one thing that we ask you. And the five stars. And the five stars. So you gave us the five. <laughs> stars but you didn't give us the player so i only give your review five stars and one big old hot garbage so thank you for your review though anyway so if you want to hear your review and your favorite player shout it out every week go leave us a review tell us and just tell us who the player you like is i think early on i'm going to predict that obafemi martins is going to dominate i think so far it's it's like christian roldan and Ozzy Alonso. I expected Brad Evans because he's obviously the best ever. So this week, the when a tie feels like a loss and a loss feels normal, Sounders FC take on the you're now worse than us Toronto FC. That would be from their perspective towards Seattle Sounders. Yeah. Uh, it's a battle for the at least we have each other down here cup. At least we have each other. Hold me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm so flustered by the thing you just said. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's just let's let's go. It was a very painful. I guess I to be fair, I was drinking margaritas in the sunshine during this match because I had a work commitment that you were also at. No one from the station could actually go to the match. Then the stupid MLS app was giving me phantom updates that were keeping me apprised as to what was happening. And boy, the zero zero score line at half and then at full time really prevented me from wanting to go home and watch it until yesterday afternoon. Well, don't worry because I I Irish goodbye the hell out of our taco truck challenge. Is that when you ghost out on people? Yeah, and you don't say goodbye to anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's so, it's well played, but also how dare you? I'm no. I saw. I looked for you to say goodbye. Anyway, I did disappear, and I did get a chance to listen to most of the second half on the radio. Shout out to guess, shout out to Wade Weber. Yeah, Wade Weber and Pete Fewing. They sounded very good on the old radio, handling the radio broadcast. That was great. Um, and I left and listened to it. So don't worry, it sounded just as bad on the radio. I mean, it sounded great, but the game sounded terrible on the radio. Nothing like taking I the, the world's it. most boring soccer match and then having to describe it on the radio. <laughs> I feel so bad for Pete and for uh, and for Coach Wade. Let me discuss this z- thrilling 0-0 draw. Let me go ahead and discuss this. I'll, I can I can sum it up pretty succinctly. 0-0 draw, red card in the 15th minute going to Pedro Santos, who went full Cobra Kai. Dude, we get that you did the month-long free subscription to YouTube Red, okay? But leave the karate kicks to the face at home, bro. And then the last rest of the match, well, it was pretty much Z's. Yeah, I think we should just move right on in. Yeah, okay. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Garbage. Hot. Hot garbage. We're taking the best, the worst, and the absolute crap. It's hot. It's garbage. It's hot garbage. Are you happy, B Flapjacks? <laughs> you got your hot garbage robot in there. Yes, you better. Ooh, this one is a tough one, Brandon, and um, I guess you could say it was literally hot. Hot. 
Yeah. I mean, at least for the Seattle crowd who hasn't been anywhere warm yet today. I just got a text from my buddy Todd, shout out to Todd, who said the first 100 degree day is today in Tucson, Arizona. So at least we don't play uh, outside sports or do taco and tequila events outdoors <laughs> at 100 degrees in May. Yeah, and at least if you bought a ticket to that match or were gifted one by somebody who was like, I'm kind of over this right now. Yeah, right. Uh, or was like boating or doing something cool. Yeah, because it was the opening of boating season, it too. It was, yeah. yeah. So unless unless you got like, if you got a free ticket, if you paid for a ticket, yeah, you showed up for a 0-0 match. But hey, you got to sit in the sun for a couple hours. Work on that sunburn, Seattle. Yeah. Go straight from our, our translucent, white, pale skin to... You know, just cherry red. I feel like any time you could have achieved the same result by just being on a boat as to playing an actual match, you've done something wrong. So the Sounders might as well have been down at the Windermere Cup in the Montlake Cut. Yeah, right. Exactly. Being all hot. They did walk away with one point. And they walked away. More importantly, the statistically, this the statistically, the t- statistically, words. Um, <laughs> the statistics would have been the same had neither team showed up and both just went tanning. Ah, huh. of course. Hi. Um, to, but, but to be fair, to be fair, you could take one thing away from this. Yeah, shout outs to Stephen Fry for a shutout. Yeah, the first one of the season. First shutout of the season. So bad. Ooh. Eight game or seven games in. First shutout of the season. Ah. Uh, Gosh, man, I don't even know. Like, we're yes, hot. We got a point, but even after the match, you were telling me earlier, we got a point. Sounders get a point. Uh, You know, media walks up to Gustav Svensson. Oh my God! And they they say, "Hey, oh, you got a point. Are you at least happy with the point?" Yeah, Zach Wani frames it as trying to find a positive, and he just shut him straight down. Man, he was like, "No, we're not happy about this." Being up a man for seventy-five minutes, you got to walk away not taking a point as the as a gift, but as a loss. For the first time, the Sounders are able to like actually be on top because of this whole VAR red card review thing. <laughs> um, after our famed te- our famed uh, five week rebrand to the ten man Sounders FC, no joke. Uh, we play a match against a team that only has ten people on it. Uh, due to a swift kick to the chin on um, Alex Roldan, and uh, you still walk away without a point. In fact, not only did did the Sounders walk away without away a with a point. Well, no, sorry, they walk away with a point without a goal. I should say. Yeah. Uh, and not only do they walk away without scoring a goal, without being able to pick up a win, it after Columbus lost a man, they dominated the rest of the first half. Yeah, and and most of the second half, like the the Sounders' best chances came from a Clint Dempsey thirty yards out shot, a attempted bicycle kick in the box. Um, there was a good a uh, good attempt on goal wait, 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 by wait, Dempsey wait. later on. Did we already switch to garbage all of a sudden? Like I didn't <laughs> I didn't detect that you already made sorry. the switch. I'm sorry. Let's retroactively. Can you go back and add the garbage and edit? Hold on one second. The thing that we're looking at positively, we're trying to be positive, is that. No goals were allowed at all. A defensive stand against 10 men. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what's garbage about it. That allowed zero goals, okay? So a shutout for Stefan Fry. Hi. Losing, or not winning when you have a 11 v 10 situation. Garbage. Very garbage. The The idea that Columbus is so much better and so much better organized on the field and accomplishing things with one fewer player. This happens a lot, too, where a team that's on the road that's down a man just buckles up 
and just plays defensive. But like you watch their lines the whole time, and they were so well organized and so ready to handle a super slow, tired-looking Sounder squad. Like, thank God Giazzi Zardes is their main striker. Otherwise, like we probably would have lost that. What match. do you mean? He's uh, he looked. Uh, he didn't look awesome at the match on the weekend, but he's got five goals this season already. Well, that's what I'm saying is like he's he, he, the thing about him is he's inconsistent. This is the striker for Columbus Crew, obviously. He's in he's an inconsistent player, which is why Galaxy got rid of him, right? He's got five goals, but yeah. if you look at the percentage at which he's converting his chances, like you look at the all of the like wide open chances he had on net and on frame yeah. against Fry. Fry didn't have to make a super hard save this week, although there were a lot of opportunities where it looks like he could have. Zardes brought one down off his chest in the first half and then chested it over to the, he chested the dude. it down to himself and then kind of like uh, hook-toed it back over his own shoulder to a guy that was in on goal. He had to take one too many touches and like missed what was they were clearly beaten. One it's, of like the nine opportunities oh. that was like a sure like oh here here comes the goal that's going to make us lose a game against a, a 10-man team. Um, but hey you know we we stood up. The, uh, the play of the game being Fry's easiest save he'll ever make. Most likely. Yeah, talk about garbage. Fry has to just take one knee and get the ball. This, sadly, kind of the same thing he needed to do last week against yeah, LAFC yeah. To, to defend it. But the after the, the post-game show uh, with Michelle, Marcus, and uh, James up there, and they're like, well, your man of the match is Stefan Fry, who successfully grabbed the ball. <laughs> he successfully used his hands, which he's in a position where he can do that. So congratulations. Even watching... Um, not being able to watch the game live, I was on Instagram and I was going through the Instagram stories and MLS yeah. was kind of showing all of the highlights from all of <laughs> the games and they went to the, like I made it all the way to the Sounders highlight and the Sounders highlight was Clint Dempsey shoots over the goal. It wasn't a save, it wasn't a great shot, it wasn't a goal, it wasn't a, even a like particularly good tackle. It was just <laughs> Clint Dempsey shoots. Congrats on getting a shot. Way to go, bro. Way to go, deuce. That bicycle that he sent way, well over the crossbar, though. I mean, it's always pretty sweet when someone puts a reasonable attempt on that, trying to do that, but still at the same time. Ugh. You expect more from a player, from players like that, especially when it's so slow and you get that opportunity. you got to see somebody finish something like that. It's, uh, I feel like I'm watching the squad I like in England, Arsenal, just melt down. Either they win and like it's so exciting or they're awful. <laughs> can, can, can Sounders play Burnley next week? <laughs> Garbage. Oh, too hot. <laughs> okay, and then and then, so we got through gar- uh, the whole match. The whole match was garbage. We can just say that it, it really was. It was dude. boring. It was a snooze fest. Literally, I watched it on DVR yesterday, and I got my baby sleeping on me, and he like is you know operates at like three hundred degrees, and so I'm like holding him, watching the match, and get through the halftime and everything. Forty seventh minute, I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> 48th minute, out. Yeah. Wake up to like, and then to the final whistle. And I was like, what's going on? Zero, zero still. I knew that that was going to happen. But I was like, it was so boring. I fell asleep watching it on the couch. Which I, is, I commend you for like knowing that the result was a zero, zero and still sitting down to watch what happened. For the pod. It's like, that's the only thing that had me going is like, I didn't want to just, I didn't want to just read the highlights and then get on here and be mad about them. I was like, I got to dedicate myself. So this analysis is based on one half of watching and one half of five seconds of highlights. Did you just subtweet me in real life? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. No, I see. I'm like, I think someone just admitted he didn't watch the match and is doing a podcast. Hey, I listened it. on the radio. Okay. I listened on the radio. Did you listen to the second half? I did, yeah. That's the, like, We got it covered, Brandon. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> while I was snoozing, you were listening. And, when, and while I was drinking tequila, you were also Drinking tequila. Correct. So get home safe, everyone. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, so then for hot garbage, 
Hot garbage. All right, so I think the big question, there, there's a couple hot garbage. The big question, though, is where the hell was Nico Ladero? Yeah. The guy that you're kind of expecting to, hey, one of the healthy dudes on the team, maybe he'll fill in the gap. So anyway, Nico Ladero expected, fully expected, he's not on injury report or anything like that, fully expected to make the start. Um, they comes out, he's not on the start. The coach is asked about it. He says, we'll address it after the match. Which is like ominous. Everybody's like, what? Did he become a seafaring pirate? Where is... Yeah, we'll address it after the match. Nico, <laughs> this just in, is he bought a boat. That's He's on the boat. That, it's the first day of summer. Nico's out on his on his boat. It's opening day for boating season. And there he is. He's he's going and like taking over those uh, those crew boats that they had, like those big schooners that they're like taking down the cut. Poor choice of words. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good call. I have, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, hot garbage. Anyway, so it leads fans to crazy amounts of speculation. Uh, there were rumors, obviously, earlier this season where uh, he had said, you know, obviously, if the opportunity ever comes up, I'd love to move back to my old club, uh, Boca Juniors, and he in South America. And he said, um, Is that Boca is mouth? Is that small mouth? Our little mouths. Oh, the little mouths. <laughs> I would like to go play for the little mouths. Um, and and so everybody's speculating, oh, he's forcing a move. Uh, Nico Ladero is, is trying to get out of the Sounders, which, like, A, the transfer window just ended, so calm your jets. And uh, B, uh, after the match, Schmetzer gets up. He's like, oh, no, we thought he could play, but he had a foot injury that he's he's been carrying around. But that's how boring it was, is that yeah. we, people had time to speculate, like, oh, I'm so bored. I'm, let's speculate on the internet. Yeah. Where is Nico Ladero? Uh, yeah, it turns out he's had. The, it's the same foot injury that he's had all season, hasn't been able to get healthy. And now it just seems like, to me, yeah. the thing I'm annoyed about is that it just seems like he's prioritizing, uh, I want to get healthy so I have a chance to be picked by Uruguay in the World Cup. And instead, uh, I'm going to sit out like these important matches for the Sounders, where it's like, you, if you can't pick up an 11-10 result, uh, 11-v-10 result at home on a beautiful day uh, with Clint Dempsey in your starting 11, you play 75 minutes with a strong side, right? And you can't, you should be able to afford to lose Nico Ladero because he wants to get healthy, well, you also brought off Chad Marshall to bring on super speedy Handwalabana. Did I get that right? Handwalla? Nailed it. Handwalla Bona. I'll tell you, you couldn't nail that. Ooh, the commentary from from the match on, uh, on Saturday. I had a hard time with that. That's a tough one. I get it wrong all the time. <laughs> Sometimes I think that Matt Johnson has a hard time with Clint Dempsey's name because he always just resorts to Deuce. There goes Deuce. <laughs> well, it was... Um, Bringing on someone speedy to try and get behind the defense of this, like, you know, they stacked up, they, they played five back and three in the middle, and they tried to, like, bring on someone young and fast in place of, don't touch my head, Chad Marshall. <laughs> I have a center back who should not head the ball ever. <sighs> I, like, genuinely worry about that guy. Anyway, Same. You, bring, you bring him off and bring on some speedy talent to try and make up for that, and still nothing. Ah, oh, it's very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. So, uh, so... Hot garbage. On the Nico Ladero speculation, after the match, Buana is like, listen, it's injuries that are killing us. And I start to think about it, and I'm like, who are the big injuries? And obviously, we'll get to Victor Rodriguez here, V-Rod, our V8, um, that had a problem. And then Nico Ladero are the two. Jordan Morris still as well. I mean, I, I mean he's not even, him technically out, right? not even a player right, right now. Right. Like, he's just like uh, doing charity events and working out in the gym or whatever. Waylon Francis is another one. But I, I, at the end of the day, I don't think it's like our outside backs that are making it so we can't win games. Uh, 
I mean, I, I well, mean, when I new, but, but when New Who and Leerdam are your are the starters, really, at the end of the day, Waylon is more of a competitive spot, right? right? He's 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 there to make New Who compete for his spot instead of like, oh, Waylon's the game changer. I just don't know if the injuries are still a valid enough reason. That was a slow, kind of ugly match on Saturday, and I don't know. You can say it's because of the injuries, unless there's some weird injuries I don't know about that are happening. Uh. Yeah, so like you mean Clint Dempsey being a game time scratch with a acute halitosis and is unavailable for selection. Halitosis being bad breath. So what is this now? It's the Sounders Injury Generator. Yeah, if you go to SounderInjuryGenerator dot com, there is now a Sounder Injury Generator because uh, all of the weird things that are keeping players out. I mean, ninety percent of the time it's somebody's hamstring because apparently hamstrings in oh. Seattle are. That's another one is Roman Torres is out, too. So, yeah, yeah. there are a ton of injuries stacking up. I take right. that back. Um, so now there's a sounder injury generator. And uh, let's 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 cure up. Let's let's cue up the injury generator and see what we get here. Okay, you ready? Oswald. Oh, <laughs> I okay, check it. Ready? Yeah. You almost did it again. <laughs> Jordy DeLem is out after suffering Heloma Durham of the foot and is unavailable for selection. Hit me again. That sounds terrible. What is a Heloma Durham? Heloma, Dur- uh, Heloma, Heloma Durham of the foot is corn on your foot. <laughs> Jordan Morris was a game time scratch with lycanthropy and is unavailable for selection. Lycanthropy. That's turning into a werewolf? I think so, yeah. That's good Good on you for knowing that one. I feel like he has a knee injury is what's keeping him out. <laughs> hit me again. Hit me again. <laughs> Henry Wingo was a game time scratch with severe butt rot with no timetable for his return given. <laughs> Hot garbage. Okay. okay. Um. All right. Well, that's a lot of fun. I'm sure we'll abuse this further. I'm actually going to put a stop to it right now. When we come back, we'll check out some headlines for this coming match. Uh, it's tomorrow night, Wednesday, in Toronto. Seattle Sanders FC versus Toronto FC next. Bonitis. <laughs> All right, save it. We're going to need them. Oh, I know. Okay, moving on to headlines. Brandon, hit me with what you got. Uh, okay, headlines, big ones this week. There's two, I think, that, that coming out of last week are, are very big. Victor Rodriguez has undergone uh, knee surgery and is out indefinitely. Ooh, do you so, know what the type of knee surgery is? It was So he had a knee sprain uh, was kind of the knock that he had. It's, this is crazy to me because a week ago... Uh, the, before the Columbus Crew match, so the the Montreal match, right? Yeah, he was on. He made the eighteen. He was on the bench, uh, which means the likelihood of him being able to. It means that they thought that if they needed to bring in Victor Rodriguez for some reason, they could bring in Victor Rodriguez. Uh, and then the following week, he picks. He he is going in for a knee surgery. Um, I think. A lot of people have a lot of regard for the Sounders medical staff. There's been a lot of change in the training staff in the last year, so I don't know anything about the training staff anymore. Um, but like the team doctor has been with the team for like 
decades at this point, right? I mean, he can't cure butt rot, so I don't know what good he is. (laughs) Come on. It's Jordan Morris' dad also, which I think is cool. Oh, why don't you fix the bonitis that's sweeping the team right now then, jerk? (laughs) I'm just kidding, Dr. Morris. I don't know you at all. You don't seem like a jerk at all. Do you want to come on the pod? Thanks for listening. Come on the pod. Thanks for listening, Dr. Morris. Tell us how to fix the bonitis. Um, So yeah, Victor Rodriguez has undergone knee surgery out indefinitely. Who knows if he would be a difference maker at this point because we haven't seen him this year. Um, he he played okay last year, uh, so who knows, man? I, I like this is a, obviously a loss because he's a player that we brought in for a significant amount of money. Sure, um, not a designated player by any means. Um, he's not making the most money on the team, but he is. You know, we brought him in for a fee, and and now. You know, we've we've gone without him most of the season, and in a season where you're having all sorts of injuries, this is one where you like hope doesn't happen. That being said, the second headline that we have this week, man, can't wait for this one. Is after after a week of of just like absolutely dumping on like the Sounders, Garth Lagerway, uh, president of soccer and general manager for the Seattle Sounders, um, last week said, oh, we can't compete with the uh, the bigger clubs of the of MLS. We can't uh, we can't go drop a bunch of money on your you know, Zlatans or your even your like Barcos in Atlanta or all of these different guys. We can't do that. Not even with the ticket price increase. Yeah, who knows? Well, that's and that's oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they can. I mean, that's- so this week he says I made. Uh, he said basically says I had a poor voice. Poor choice of words. Poor, <laughs> poor voice of churds. He had a poor choice of words, and he said, "Don't worry. This summer, the Sounders will make." And quote, he says, "An eight-figure signing this summer, as well as well as a uh, in, an additional piece." So it sounds like two signings coming. No, 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 no. no. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'm very slow about these things. Clint Dempsey, not an eight-figure player. No, seven-figure. Yeah. Right, is that per season? Are they talking about, or are well, they talking so, about over so term? You sign. That's where my question comes. Because in. Dempsey you, is an eight. So seven figures would be in the millions per season. A million dollars. Yeah, a million dollars and one cent is technically sure. eight figures. No, no, is it? I mean, it's seven before the zero. So it would be then, nine. Is that what we're gonna? Yeah, yeah, stop, yeah. stop it. Uh, yeah. So, like, are they gonna bring in a hundred and ten thousand dollar Brad Evans or and one cent with the yeah. extra zeros? Now, so the point here though Asshole. is that right now, Clint Dempsey is on a multi. If he's on a multi year contract, then he's right. an eight figure, but or seven figure. So he's looking at making another Clint Dempsey or bigger size signing. Right. Well, and that's that's kind of the question. Are you talking about with the transfer fee that you pay whatever club he's coming from, and with his salary over however many years multiplied over however many years, is that your eight figures, or are you talking about you're signing somebody huge and you're going to pay them eight figures per season? My inclination is that would be one of the biggest signings in league history. Yeah. So you're likely looking at um, you're spending three million dollars on a player over three years now uh, or pers- four years I personally i'm just curious to know are you looking for them to sign a big money dp or would you prefer to find some young explosive talent and try and cultivate what, I, what do you think there would be better what would better serve a squad right now i think you you have to look for something in the middle and i think that that's like a kind of a bullshit answer so sorry but um i think that you have to find somebody who someone will give us three solid goals this season is proven in a league that is somewhat established right yeah or will score at all like somebody who somebody who has scored a goal at one point in their life who might be able to do that again for yeah. us yeah uh 
but you have to find somebody who's played in a league that's like somewhat proven. So you're not pulling them out of like the Peruvian second division, you know, but you're pulling them out of something like the championship in England or uh, the Bundesliga, even like maybe one of the lower end players on the in the Bundesliga in Germany. Um, but you, there's this guy called Pulisic that I've been watching. <laughs> I he heard looks, he's real good. He looks real good. Or maybe we just go for the Salah. Mohamed Salah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think I think he's, he's good proven. For, he's good for a handful of goals he per season. He seems good. Yeah. Um, so I think that you have to find somebody that's proven, but you also don't want to sign like Fernando Torres, who's available. Like, oh man, they did a close up on him after Atletico beat the piss out of Arsenal the other day. I was heartbroken. Yeah. But they did a close up on him. I was like, who's this old guy? Oh, that's Fernando Torres. <laughs> Oh man, he looks like he has been in the sun too much. You make Clint Dempsey look young, sir. I don't, and I don't even know what his age is, but he looks like he's been out there in the sun too much. It's like, uh, I, like uh, he's getting weathered. It looks he, like he's been at sea for some time. He's like maybe he's, he recruited Ladero to become a pirate with him, and they've both been out seafaring. He's he's the you next, smell like rum. He's the next guy in line for the most interesting for the Dos Equis commercials. He is not that interesting. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, who so you're saying he, you're saying you have to find some secret person that is worth a couple million bucks, but not you don't go slide. You don't go sign Zlatan. You don't go sign Fernando Torres. You don't go sign um, any. Like, I mean, look at you've signed LA signs Zlatan. He scored two goals for the team, right? And it probably gets a red card from the, his last match for elbowing a dude in the head and the stomach. Um, uh, he wasn't elbowing anybody, okay? Those were crane strikes. <laughs> you should be blessed by my elbow. No, no, no. He's just doing karate, man. They just got in the way. I forgot he's a kung fu uh, yeah, he's a martial martial arts practitioner. Have some respect. I'm sorry, Zlatan. <sighs> I'm like expecting him to... <laughs> you saw all of a sudden Brandon just gets struck from behind. He's there's blood everywhere. A, Full 90 podcast. I thought I saw him like walk by the window. He is he is not in Seattle, dude. He does not care about he, us. he hates the artificial turf. <laughs> um so yeah, anyway, but that's big news from from Garth Loggerway. Eight, uh, an eight figure signing is who, great. however you break down the math, eight figures is eight figures. That's a, a few million dollars. <sighs> but for um, me, it's an integration process. Yeah. You're talking about bringing a guy in after the World Cup. So August, what's called it, July or August, we bring someone in. By the time that they're ready to be a full-fledged player is next season. Yep. So you're writing this season off. Yep, pretty much. I, I know that they wouldn't say it that way, but that's what it feels like to me. So I'm 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 also interested in the additional piece that Garth Lagerwey mentioned of probably being somewhere in the um, like Victor Rodriguez lane of money uh in the Oswaldo Alonso lane of money so that's probably going to be your younger you say that like I know how much those guys make a lot but not a lot a lot yeah um you know to use technical terms uh these are these are guys they'll they'll bring in somebody who who this is this will be your younger guy who can make an immediate impact probably won't have played at the world cup maybe we'll bring in an Italian oh bring back freaking Freddie Montero all right let's move on that is not the what I wanted. <laughs> Let's move on. Ah, it's fan outrage. People getting mad on the internet after anything happens at the match, or in this case, nothing. It's this week in fan outrage. Starting with Oscar3702 on Instagram. Quote, we better get another striker in the summer. This has been more painful to watch than the last two seasons. <laughs> the, the last two seasons like that we went to MLS Cup in which we won one of them? Do better! Do better than making the finals! God, okay, I, so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Oscar. I don't mean to be mean to you, but that's the case. Um, 
Let's see here. Nathan says, quote, that was literally a snooze fest. I agree. I literally fell asleep in the 40th minute. So. <laughs> he used literally very well. <laughs> Good job, dude. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, MRM something or other says, put McCready in. Uh, McCready, of course, played the national anthem beforehand. I did not know he was doing that. I'm sad to have missed that because I love seeing that every time because he shreds. Ah, it's awesome. <laughs> I actually don't think this is a half bad idea, okay? I know McCready's probably mm, 50, okay? But I played in a flag football game against him, and I'm a very tall, long-legged fellow who runs, and McCready blew by me. (laughs) He is so fast. That guy is incredible. I don't know what his touch is like on the ball, okay? I know he's got great hands. He's not very tall, though, is the problem. So I I would say that if you did, he would at least confuse the crap out of people. (laughs) Who is that? Who is that old, old man running here? He, he, very popular in South America, so maybe some of the South American guys would be stunned to be like, is that, is is that, that Mike McCready? Pearl Jam? Are you Pearl Jam? Are you Pearl Jam? Wow, that's incredible. Um, sp- sp- specific Northwest says, garbage. <laughs> garbage. I wish I had the Steve Zakawani saying it. That'd be, that'd be even better. Uh, thanks for using our terminology in this. That's yeah, wonderful. Another loyal listener. Uh, Lauren says, another dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, yeah, another loyal listener. Thanks, Lauren. Yeah, thank you, Lauren. Uh, 17 underscore E underscore Z underscore E underscore 17 says, why don't y'all give Zach Morris some love and play him? Shaking my head. That's what he says. Zach Morris? Are we talking about Saved by the Bell? When yeah. I wake up in the morning. That guy's like 50. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? The, the the power two up top, 442, <laughs> and it's McCready and Zach Morris at the top? Does he know something that we don't know also, about? Also, he's a fictional character. <laughs> does he know Does he know something that we don't know? Is Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell like a guy who might play for the Seattle Sounders? <laughs> I think I think he's replacing Torres at Atletico here in the, in the summer transfer, so. which which I think Torres should replace Zach Morris at, on Saved by the Bell. That would be a very much more interesting show. That Torres is very handsome. He might be weathered, but he's very handsome. He is a very handsome man. All right, so looking ahead at the match Wednesday night match, which is always a. Uh, uh, perplexing problems specifically I think sometimes they schedule these things real weird we have a Saturday match and then a Wednesday following it where the Sounders FC have to fly all the way to Toronto to face TFC in a midweek match and then fly again for another um, for stupid. another weekend it's stupid and we don't chart like so in MLS you're not allowed to charter you can charter a certain amount of flights per year I bet you they did team. this time yeah I would hope so because you're flying all the way to Toronto. You you were had a home match. It's not like you were playing in Columbus and then you pop up to Toronto and then you come back and play Portland, right? right? Um, you're starting in Seattle two days later, flying all the way to Toronto, uh, and then two days later, or a day after that match, they might even fly out that night, coming back to play Portland. And that is it's that is travel is like the one thing that sets MLS apart from I think any other league is the amount of travel that these that these yeah, teams Yeah, the are Russian making. league is like the only or the Chinese league are the only ones that like travel like as right. far a distance as as we see teams in MLS. Right. Uh Wednesday night BMO Field in Toronto. Uh it's a 4:30 local here in Seattle kickoff if you're watching that or 7:30 if you're going to the match for some reason. Um <laughs> if you want to find a stream while you're finishing up your work day tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, so it's uh yeah, exactly. It's great for me because I go home at noon every day, but if you're having to figure out how you're going to strategically do this, maybe pop into a bar, sneak out a little early from work and watch the the 2-hour match there. Yeah. 
Um, so, so what are we previewing it? What are we looking at? So obviously, I, I mean, there's so many storylines going into this match. I honestly think that the biggest one isn't the fact that this is the one time that we play the defending champions, a.k.a. the team that we've faced twice in the finals in the last two years. I think that that's not even the biggest storyline. The biggest storyline is the fact that these are the two absolutely worst bottom-of-the-bottom teams in the entire league right now. To, to, no, to be fair... Toronto has moved up. They are now better than D.C. Okay, so this is the worst and second worst team in the league. Sounders being the worst, right? We got, we're got we worse than D.C. Sounders are worse than D.C. I, I believe that. Okay. And then Toronto, or or as I've wrote, written here, Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> so here's what's a crazy thing, though. Uh, in the last uh, three years, outside of PK's, um, the Sounders haven't scored on Toronto uh, in, th- in three straight matches. So we're talking MLS Cup, MLS Cup, the previous match that we played. So the last time that we played against them uh, and scored was in 2016. Oh, my God. Last season, the one game that we played against them was at home. Toronto beat us 1-0. It was on a PK. Josie Altidore scored against us. Um, God, that guy makes me mad. So I think the one takeaway is that Sounders get to play in Toronto when it's not going to be negative five degrees in December. Yeah, that was tough. I went to the MLS Cup final in 2017 here, and it was it was not as cold as the year before, which is nice, but it was not pleasant for you take a soccer ball off the thigh in that type of temperature, and, uh, or you hear the one of the weird things about. When the stadium is full, it's not quite the same. But when you hear a guy, uh, Stefan Fry, take a goal kick and he puts his foot through it, and you hear not the sound of a so- not that noise, but you hear the like <laughs> without the water. <laughs> yeah, when you hear it, almost sounds like a foot through plastic instead of that real nice sound. It's like the difference between like hit, blading a golf ball and getting it in the sweet spot. Like it feels and sounds so much different. That's awful to listen to those players have to deal with that and run around. That's their job. I get it, but this will be. Hopefully a springtime where it's not in the negatives. You you play baseball, right? Back no. the, oh, you didn't? No. So there's a saying in baseball when you're up to bat and, you've, and you're facing a pitcher and you swing and you might not be holding on to the, yeah. uh, the bat hard enough I know or it hits about. you in on the hands and your whole hands vibrate and hurt and you're running to first base and you're out. To all our samurai listeners, if when you get a, a bad deflection there when you're trying to behead your opponent <laughs> so that exactly so yeah. when you're uh so that's what i always imagine when Stephen fry would go take a goal kick or one of like that is the worst possible time for chad Mar- marshall to be heading a ball so yeah. he doesn't Oof. get it he gets a not head injury eye injury instead update uh dc united is on level with seattle sounders fc but goal differential they are one worse than us how so. is that possible so sounders not the worst team in the league how is that even how have we not scored how have we scored more goals than DC United? Yeah, the goal differential minus five for DC United. Now they might have scored fifty goals, but given up fifty five. Fifty five, sure. I think we've how many have Sounders scored three? Three, and we've given up like a million. Uh, it would be seven. That's close. <laughs> I was, seven is like almost a million. So these two teams squaring back up again. I don't have any expectation for it being an exciting match at all, especially with Nico Lodero being hurt. You've got Alonzo back. That's good to control the midfield against a guy like Michael Bradley or like against a. Um, against uh, Josie Altador, yeah. Giovinco. Yeah, so you got, specifically with the bigger guys, where you need someone tough to really be in there. Uh, Kim Kihi, I didn't hear his name called really at all in the Which last Which is a match. good thing, I think. Yeah, because it's not as he makes an error or something like that, and Chad Marshall got pulled, so at least he'll be rested, which yeah. is good. So, if anything, a Sounders side that is defensively looking like they could handle it a little bit better than maybe an MLS Cup final from 2017. So who would you say, going into this match, who is your hero? Literally anyone that scores a goal. <laughs> I don't care who it is. I'm, I'm Stefan Fry gets like a sweet bit of 
wind and like boom goal oh no it's terrible it's like that tim howard goal from years ago i don't know who the hero of the squad would be like the best i can say is that the seattle mariners are in toronto (laughs) at the same time and they've just taken ichiro out of the lineup so like we're off the roster i mean does he know how to play soccer? Do they like soccer in Japan? Is that something that we like secretly pull him on? McCready, what are you doing? Like you got yeah. like you fly anyone that can put the ball in the goal. Literally maybe, anyone. Maybe somebody from maybe an own goal from Toronto. They could be the hero. <laughs> uh, like anything, man. The outrage is just ridiculous, and there's got to be something. Something. He, hero has to be like Eric Zavaleta, former Seattle Sounders FC player, now playing for Toronto FC under his, I think, father-in-law. Uh, Greg Vanny, maybe he'll score an own goal for us. Do us a Please, solid, bro. Just, Do us a solid, bro. Anyone, Eric Zavaleta. I know you're you're a listener of the pod. I know you are. Uh, do us a solid, bud. Just just help us out here. Um, yeah. So I I don't really know where that comes from, dude. I don't um I don't know what to say in terms of heroes because right now, I Clint, guess you, Clint Dempsey won't do it. We and then outside of him, it's like Lamar. Nagel? Like, what do we do here? I love Tropic Sound on Twitter says, I was so fake outraged that I couldn't type the damn name of the podcast I've been listening to when he was trying to tweet at us. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, okay, and then the villain. I would say only because he looks like an evil dude to me, Victor Vasquez. Uh, I Last last year I, during the MLS Cup, um, I came on your other podcast, Art on Podcast, yeah. and I sat down and I talked about, because you guys were getting ready to go to the match, and I talked about... Uh, who I thought could be the villain outside of like your Giovinco, who's just like on another level good, um, right? And your your uh, you know Josie Altador, who can be good when he wants to be. Uh, I think that Victor Vasquez, Victor Vasquez, he has like the best. Like I photoshopped the twirly mustache and like a monocle <laughs> and a top hat on him, and he just looks evil. He just looks evil. So I think Victor Vasquez is your villain this week. Okay, I mean I'll keep my eyes open. I I don't even want to look into the freaking. Crystal Pepsi ball. I just don't want... Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, uh, Brandon, we're looking into the future here. Wednesday night match in Toronto after traveling super far. What do you see? I have given up on trying to predict the actual score. So now I just want to predict what I think might happen and how I think that the Sounders should go about this. Same. I think that we will start 22 children stacked on top of each other, all wearing shoulder, like, trench coats, and they'll probably still get a result. Sort of like this is like Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Yeah. What are those things called that stack up together? They split apart. Someone knows this and is shouting right now. Are you talking about like like nesting dolls? Um, for me, I'm looking into the crystal Pepsi ball. And I'll tell you what I see. Three red cards. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. 